Hello again, Australians. Welcome to the new Stand Up Australia podcast, Stand Up Sits Down With. Contrarian conversation, rebutting the mainstream narrative. Each week we discuss and deconstruct the most relevant news stories in Australia and around the world. You may have missed during the past week and separate fact from fiction so you can make better decisions about which way you want to go politically and personally. Today on the show, experts come to their senses, finally rule out a third COVID booster dose for Australians. Both Victorian majors promise to spend more money that they don't have, even after being rated by the S&P as the poorest fiscal health in over 40 years. The Australian Bureau of Statistics releases alarming numbers on births in Australia. Is there a cause for concern? Democrats re-elect by a landslide in Pennsylvania, a dead man, and no, it's not Joe, it's not Joe Biden. Decentralised digital ID is being bought in by the Australian government. So today, again, we have Jamie McIntyre is joining us. Thanks for taking time out again today, Jamie. I know you're on, on your trip at the moment. Um, and thanks for joining us to de- deconstruct the media again. How's everything going for you at the moment? Yeah, no, thanks, uh, Mitch. It's always a pleasure to have a chat. Um, yeah, no, um, a lot's certainly happening. Uh, things are moving at hyper speed. Uh, you know, I've been out of Australia now for a bit and uh, I don't intend going back in a hurry. Uh, closet Communism Australia, second last stop to Antarctica, a beautiful country run by a bunch of losers. But uh, we could say that about most Western nations, Mitch. Uh, they don't have true leaders. They don't have strong men or, or women running their countries. They have puppets that have been installed. I put up a million-dollar challenge just this week. Uh, a couple of them that the U.S. midterm elections were clearly rigged, uh, just like the 2020 U.S. elections. And it's it's a delusionary state for those that I know the loony left still try and say, well, that's not true. The elections weren't rigged. Um, but, I mean, those are the same people that believe what's on the idiot box to be true. And the people who watch the idiot box end up turning into fill-in-the-blanks, you know, idiots. Um and it's just a delusionary state that people think that. So I also put up a, a, a million-dollar challenge for any Australian that wants to bet their house that the last federal election this year, 2022, uh, wasn't rigged. It was also rigged. It was rigged in the favour of the Greens, which basically put a, a, a prime minister in office that had only three out of ten people set a vote for him. Uh, now, it was less than that in the real vote. So Australian elections are just as rigged as the US elections. And Mitch, I think if we still delude ourselves like the loony left does, that we live in a democracy and censorship and banning freedom of speech is how you have a democracy and rigging elections like Soros and co used to rig overseas elections, uh, are then we're just living in a delusionary state and a delusion is the last step before the collapse of a, our societies. And unless people awaken, uh, democracy is gone. Yeah, I've always said we live in a dictatorship uh, that, which is run a lot smarter than the dictatorships we had in the past because everybody has the belief that we have a choice, whereas we do not. We're just voting for the same thing with a two-party system. So it's smart what they're doing, but it's, it's not ethical and it's still a dictatorship. It's not democracy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, so let's get stuck into the stories this week. So our first story we have this week is experts rule out third COVID booster dose um, and approve two new vaccines. So Australians will not be able to receive a third COVID-19 vaccine booster 
when I say third COVID-19 vaccine booster, that's not your third shot. That's your fifth shot, by the way, until at least next year after Australian expert vaccine panel concluded an extra booster was unlikely to, to reduce the current fourth wave of the virus. Let's get your take on this, Jamie. What? Um, obviously, I already know what you're going to say, but let's have a chat about it. Oh, well, obviously, the scare campaign I've seen in Australia is ramping up again. COVID's coming back and and a scare campaign seems very predictable because uh, what I said, the Australian National Review said, uh, I bet it's because they have large stockpiles of the Pfizer COVID vaccines, et cetera, and they need to shift them. We found out yesterday in an article we ran uh, that the Australian government had ordered in, I, I forget the exact figures, but I think it was something like 2.7 uh, billion, uh, million doses uh, or more, uh, which would cost, you know, God knows how much, hundreds and, or billions of dollars. Um, so that's that that makes sense why they've been ramping up the scare campaign that maybe there'll be a fifth uh, shot required by Christmas but now they're saying or oh, maybe that won't happen to next year um, but I think it's become pretty predictable our premiers are and politicians are um, they don't like anti-vaxxers like myself I don't mind being called an anti-vaxxer because if you're not an anti-vaxxer by now your alternative choice is that you're a pro-dodgy drug spooker pushing experimental drugs disguised as BS-19 vaccines upon the elderly, uh, pregnant women, teenagers, children, and now babies, um, and you're unpaid or paid drug spooker. That's a pretty bad thing to have on your resume. Our premiers are drug spookers. I don't know why anyone listened to them, uh, but I don't think anyone is listening to, to them much, Mitch. No one's taking the vaccine. No one's uh, for quite some time. It's only the voters that, you know, voted for Joe Biden. I call them the loony left is about 20 to 29 percent of the population. Uh, I mean, not even Democrats. You know, half the Democrats didn't vote Democrats this time because, I mean, I feel sorry for the, the common sense Democrats or the common sense of the left. Uh, the loony left, though, they're about the only ones that will take the vaccine because they think Joe Biden's a good president. They think we live in a democracy. They think COVID was a global pandemic when even Malcolm Roberts and you know, the Senator from One Nation highlighted, submitted to Parliament and many people around the world. There was no COVID pandemic. The pandemic that never was. There was no increase in excess mortality uh, during the two years of the biggest, baddest pandemic, apparently since the Spanish flu, zero increase in excess mortality. So it's not a, it was never a pandemic. Yet there's been a massive increase in excess mortality ever since January 1st this year, after the COVID pandemic effectively ended and just shortly after all the vaccines were rolled out. So, so only, now only 17% though, Jamie. Only, well, it started off at 22.1% <laughs> in January. It's averaging about 17%, but that's pretty typical around the world. So let me clarify, Mitch, what that only 17% equates to. It equates to one Australian dropping dead of a heart attack or, or some other adverse reactions every 15 to 30 minutes since the beginning of this year. Around the world, there's one person dropping dead from these COVID vaccines every four to eight seconds. That's what it means. That's massive increase in excess mortality, not to mention the, uh, the amount of miscarriages and the infertility uh, I mean, if anyone thinks this is designed to boost the world's population, to boost your health, once again, they're probably dead Joe Biden, Joe Biden voters, all soon to be dead Joe Biden voters because they're so quadruple vaxxed. Uh, they'll basically take anything that a paid TV presenter is given a script to tell them is true on the idiot box. These people can't discern what's BS and what is fact. Now, how do you survive in this world if you can't determine uh, what's bullshit and fact? The reality is 
you could hide out in the past. You can't anymore. Those people, sadly, are going to die. Um, Shane Warne. I put up a million-dollar challenge yet again that Shane Warne died of the COVID adverse reactions. They're trying to spin it initially that, no, it's, he didn't drop dead just because he had his third vaccine, his booster in Thailand. He dropped dead because he was on a juice fast. The mainstream media idiot box wants us to believe that juice fast is super deadly. And that's what he died of. Now, yeah, is any yeah. Australian willing to bet their house with me, put up or shut up, because talk is cheap, right? Uh, I'm not interested in people who want to talk. I'm interested in people that are congruent, that will put some money or put their mouth money behind where their mouth is. If they believe Shane Warne died of anything other than COVID adverse reactions to the vaccine, put up the house and I'll take it off them. Because we know what he died of. We know what every other cricket or other sports person is dying of. You don't even have to be a scientist to figure it out. Um, you know, you just have to have a brain. Uh, the vaccines were rolled out and the death rate ticked up uh, straight after that. Uh, during yeah, COVID, they're, they're, there was no increase in excess mortality. So we had a falsified uh, pandemic, which we said Australian National one of the earliest to call out it was a fraud. Uh, and back then we were considered conspiracy theorists, but now we're considered prophets, you know, because, you know, we were able to continually predict the future. Uh, there's a massive elephant in the room, eh? You know, the, I mean, earlier this week there was, I, I didn't include it to this evening because I had just had too many stories, but um, there is a journalist that came out and said he died from long COVID and he got raked over the coals, which I thought was really interesting because I thought they would have just, um, you know, con conceded that maybe that was the truth just to cover up what we know is the truth. I mean, no, none of us can really conclusively prove that that was the case at the moment unless we have the no, the 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 um the the actual analysis of his death from the doctors who screened him, but in the end, it's there's too many unfortunate coincidences going on with sports people, people in their fifties, uh, to to really sort of just take it lying down. Well, just on that, Mitch. I mean, New South Wales. I post this on my Telegram. It's on Australian National View and News dot com. Only yesterday, uh, the data of New South Wales ever since they they were caught out. Uh, hiding the unvaccinated, so what they were doing, lying with statistics, is they would say people, oh, there's X amount of people in hospital sick with COVID, but they're unvaccinated. What they were doing is counting partially vaccinated and unknown whether they're vaccinated in the unvaccinated category to make the unvaccinated category look higher than what it was. Even, even then, it was still like 90% vaccinated. So once they've had to remove that data in recent months, uh, the data comes out in New South Wales Health that for you to be in hospital uh, sick with COVID is one in a million chance, non-existent. The people that are in hospital that are sick, they say have COVID, don't have COVID. They're sick and dying from the COVID vaccines. I don't know. How do they know anyone ever had COVID? They still haven't proven COVID. Now, if you can believe in COVID or don't believe in it, it's irrelevant. It was never a pandemic. There was no accurate test kit to say anyone had anything more than a flu. And COVID, what was it? If it existed, was a flu. Nothing to be alarmed about. Uh, the amount of people that may have died of COVID, when once again you break down the stats, they lied to us in country after country. We called this out early. The Italy was the first one to come out and say initially 89% of those people they told the world would die of COVID in Italy didn't die of COVID. That was updated uh, earlier this year to 97%. So only 3% had no comorbidities and may have died of COVID, Mitch. So I bet you those 3%, there's no independent autopsies that could even prove they died of COVID because you go, well, what's the first thing? 
how do you know they had COVID? Oh, we did a PCR test kit. Well, well that doesn't mean they had COVID. That means they had nothing, a remnant of a flu. So the, it's just complete, you know, long COVID. They, let them prove short COVID before they want to talk about long COVID. I mean, it's just a joke. <laughs> it's absolute joke. And I say to the, to the good-hearted Australian people and people around the world, the left using censorship, right? They want to censor us. If you dare mention the elections may have been rigged, oh, you're a terrorist. You're an insurrectionist. Uh, you should be shut down. You should be kicked off social media. This is what they're doing. It's enough where the good people go, no, this is bullshit. We are not divisive. We're not the ones, uh, the centre-right or even the, the centre-left, we're not the divisive ones. The divisive ones are the loony left which believe anything the globalists tell them on the globalist-owned media. They are divisive. We need to say stop being tolerant. We've been way too tolerant, Mitch, and allowed these people to take over our society where now kids are being taught there's 97 genders, not two. Kids are being, and your laws are being pushed through uh, that it's okay to kill a, a full-term baby. It's okay in New Zealand now, the laws have just passed, that you can cut that baby apart and pull it out of the mum's body at nine months of age without any uh, uh, anesthetic or any painkillers. And then the body parts are sold to a democratic born industry. Well, that's uh, not, planned not, not, just, not just New Zealand, mate. that's over here too. That's you can. Um, I mean, it, legally, it's appalling. So yeah. when, are we, when are the, the good hearted people in Australia going to go, enough is enough? Enough is enough. We no longer have to be tolerant. Stop being tolerant. Stop being censored. I would be one of the most censored journalists and founder of an independent news in Australia than anyone. Um, I'm censored off everything. Why are they so scared in Australia of people hearing what I have to say? Before I was censored, we get hundreds of thousands of views per video. You know, and, and around the world, millions of people wanted to hear what I had to say. Why are they so scared what people like I have to say in Australia? Why is the Australian government so scared? because I know what is bullshit and I tell people the truth and, and people can quickly figure it out. They are shit scared. They're covering up massive vaccine death and injury. That's why I don't live in Australia anymore because I'm targeted. Yeah. It's not safe for me to live in the country I love. Why? Because I launched independent media nine years ago because I could see this was going to happen in a decade from now. People are going to be so lied to by mainstream media, so disheartened by our political system, which is a fraud we've been overtaken by the loony left because they believe anything the globalists tell them and the globalists use them because they're the dumbest of the dumb in society and they will fall for anything. That's the harsh reality. Yeah. We're, we're at a badge of honour, Jamie, because anybody who's censored has something good to say. I know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Ryan Dawson. I, I'm not, sorry, no. Okay, he's one of the most censored people like yourself off the internet and very very knowledgeable person but when you listen to him it's clear why they're censoring him because he knows what he's talking yeah. about the same as you i remember seeing you at the start of this i saw you everywhere and then you slowly saw less and less even on telegram to be honest have you have you experienced much um censorship on telegram? telegram for 18 months now we had our groups 60 70 000 across our groups growing rapidly up to 18 months ago uh, they've not only not grown one little bit people complain they can't find us our threads are uh, dropping down, attacked by... You know what? Here's an interesting thing. If you want to get censored, here's what you do. People go, oh, you mentioned vaccines too much. That's why he's censored. I can tell you how far... If you want to get censored very rapidly, mention two family, rich families on the planet that both start with R. 
You mentioned those two <laughs> words. They start with R. Two richest families have combined net wealth of in excess of a trillion dollars that they try and lie to the public that just because these families own all the media, that there's no way they could interfere and hide behind the scenes and influence things in society. I don't know, give me a trillion dollars. I'm pretty sure I could influence a lot in society, a lot less than that. So mention those two names. Oh, no, that's just a conspiracy theory. No, it's not. Uh, these families exist. Uh, they, their wealth exists. They're not a fantasy. Uh, and they're the only two rich families. You want to mention those two R words, and you'll be you'll be put in the bad corner. Yeah, you mean those two families that, for some reason, never made the rich list? Yeah, it's funny how they're like. Yeah, say Elon Musk is the richest person on the planet when he had like you know two hundred and fifty million. I mean, it's just a yeah. joke. I mean, it's reported. <laughs> they've reported wealth is between three and four hundred billion each. Reported wealth. We know. It's way above that. But the idea that they don't have any influence, well, their influence is, is dropping. Penny Wong, I call her Penny Wrong, our foreign minister, or is she our foreign agent, um, said only yesterday that Putin, uh, sorry, different topic, but Putin, uh, is, because of his leadership, Russia is being diminished in the world. Now, this is the lies that they, and delusion of our, our foreign minister in Australia. I don't think Russia and Putin is being diminished in the world. I think that they're the leaders of the BRIC nations, Russia, China, Brazil, India, uh, and, and guess which? The, the, the Western uh, organisations, the G20 summit, et cetera, the West, no one listens to the West. Does anyone listen to Biden? If they wanted to listen to Biden, they couldn't understand the, the imbecile. Anyhow, Biden's a, the leader of the free world, and here we are hating on Putin. I don't know, but let's put an intellectual debate between Putin Putin and Biden, and you'll soon realise we're on the side of the loony left, the side of the bunch of losers. Uh, the West is a lo loser. Uh, Russia and China and BRIC nations are becoming the dominant power. So Russia's not being diminished. L Putin's leadership is making Russia a dominant force again in the world. He wants a multipolar world. America, it's not Americans, it's America's run by a bunch of globalist pedophile elites that want a unipolar world. They control America to try and control the world, but that their power base is diminishing rapidly. We are a little bitch state in Australia, a little bitch state for Washington. I don't know about you, Mitch, but I'm, I'm no one's bitch, and I don't think any Australian should be someone's bitch, and we should tell our little bitch leader in Albanese, Australia, it's time we grew up. It's time we become an independent, sovereign nation, stop being a little bitch for Washington, a little lapdog and do whatever script that our prime minister has given. I don't know about you, but I think we need some real men and women in Australia to stand up and go, why are we putting up with a little weak pussy man weakling like uh, Albanese? Probably a nice guy, but is he the strongest alpha male in our country? I mean, he, he, he's threatening Putin. I mean, Putin's an intellectual giant. Albanese is an intellectual uh, uh, minor, pygmy, you know, like nothing. Penny Wong, what the hell is she? Is she working for the CCP like Sam Dastaere, the former senator that Australian National Review outed yeah. uh, after he had a go at me in the Senate hearing and attacked my little newsletter called the Australian National Review? So little that we're censored because we've got up to 3 million readers a month. That's why they censor us. We would be mainstream media now, Mitch, uh, in Australia if there was no censoring. The only reason the idiot box gets any viewers because the idiots don't know they're being censored. Yeah, well, and they're getting paid off by the uh, multinational corporations who are owned by them technically. So, you yeah, know. I mean, it's 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 so obvious to once those of us who now that we wake up, it's so predictable. Like I did a story, you know, only yesterday about the Poland. As soon as they were saying, "Oh, Russia 
uh, on the news coming out, Russia sent missiles into Poland. And I said, without even knowing the facts, I'll go and do the research, but I can tell you now right up front what happened. No, Russia would never bomb Poland deliberately. Uh, it would have been the deep state would have sent Ukrainian missiles into Poland to try and frame Russia. I mean, Russia gets blamed for everything. Uh, price of gas goes up because the West sanctioned the hell out of countries. Oh, that's Russia's fault. Uh, you know, Germany's got no gas. They're going bankrupt. Uh, that's Russians, Russia's fault. Somehow uh, Russia must have somehow sanctioned their own gas. Uh, I mean, the invasion of, of Ukraine, they blame Russia. Uh, was it, it was an unprovoked invasion by the US eight years ago, an unprovoked coup. Um, so why is Russia to blame? I mean, Russia is blamed for everything. Medibank attack Mitch in Australia. Oh, that was Russian. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, cyber I, love, I love that one. Uh, I laugh when I saw joke. that. Yeah. Yeah. The loony left says, don't be racist. Yet they're the ones that support Black Lives Matter. Isn't Black Lives Matter a racist slogan? What about, uh, are they, they support full-time abortions. Women should have rights. I mean, babies don't have rights. White people don't have rights. Uh, I mean, Russia, we're meant to be racist against Russia. I mean, they're just absurd. Oh, we believe in democracy. Oh, so democracy is all about censoring and not allowing free speech. Oh, the loony left is meant to be against war, but they're the ones that are supporting massive aid budget from the US to Ukraine, including Australia, sending our Bushmasters to be fried and barbecued and yeah. used by the, the, the Nazis. I bet you Australians, if they knew the truth, why Albanese doesn't tell them the truth, is that we're sending our taxpayer dollars and weapons to fund Nazis to kill Eastern Ukrainians. In, in, in Ukraine. How would Australians feel they knew the truth? The reason Australians don't get the truth on the idiot box is because if they knew the truth, we would overthrow our governments in one second and, and stop being a little bitch for the, uh, the, the RR families that control Washington. But look, Jamie, the, the truth eventually gets out. It generally always does, you know, bar a few sort of exceptions. But I just wanted to play you this because I'm not sure if you've heard it, but this is on, I think it's Channel 9 News. I'm just going to share the audio right now. country's top advisers on vaccination says it's unlikely under 30s will be approved for a fourth COVID vaccine. Atagi says the increased risk of myocarditis means the current vaccine schedule for younger people will likely stay as is. Attention is turning to antivirals to tackle the new Omicron wave. All right, what do you think of that? Well, Mitch, it's, the first you say, well, okay, so they don't want under-30s dying of heart attack, but if you're 31 and older, we don't give a shit if you die of heart attack, we're still going to give it to you. I, I mean, it's just pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Um, well, it's easier to cover up, not, isn't it? If someone has it over 30, you can you can say, oh, well, they were getting older and they probably had some health, you know, problems. Um, under 30, it's, it's a lot harder to cover up. And you see all these people dropping dead of myocarditis, um, their heart stopping, um, you know, it's 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 not normal for someone under thirty. No, it's not normal for someone under fifty for that to happen. So really, what I, what I find is amazing, though, Mitch, is that despite it being well known overseas, vaccines are killing. COVID vaccines are killing. Uh, in Australia, they're still pushing them. Uh, the average Australian uh, still thinks wouldn't even know that people. There's one Australian dropping dead every fifteen to thirty minutes. So how, so how could you not know that? 
Yeah, well, it's crazy. They don't because unless they know, and, and some of them, you know, some of these loony left that are dropping dead of heart attacks, they're on their deathbed going, posting on uh, um, social media. It wasn't from the vaccine. You know, drop dead, you fool. Like, really, you want to help climate change? Then take the fifth dose of Pfizer vaccine, if you believe in it, and become fertilizer for daffodils. That's your contribution to climate change. You know, yeah. they fall for any scam. But that's what I'm saying. If you can't discern fact from BS, then you're not going to survive in the future. The world, as we know it, is coming to an end. It's going to be a new world. Now, what comes out of that is going to be some dark days before we get to the light at the end of the tunnel. And to this cabal falls, these globalist falls, and, and the way they've done it is through the idiot box. The most dangerous object in every household around Australia and around the West is the idiot box. It's been programming and, and twisting the minds of young adults, of young kids since five years of age or younger, and they've grown up and they now can't think. They think anything that's not on the idiot box is a conspiracy theory, and they think everything on the idiot box is the truth. So what could you tell? You could tell these idiots anything and they would believe it. If it's on the idiot box and then they want to argue with everything else, these people, unfortunately, Mitch, let's speak, let's speak the truth here. They have a mental illness. If yeah. you believe what's on the idiot box, you have a mental illness, and that mental illness is going to cost you your life. You're going to take more vaccines. You're going to believe in the climate change fraud. You're going to believe in everything that's told you. You're going to believe in 97 genders, and that's okay. You're going to believe killing full-time abortion babies is okay. You're going to think Joe Biden's a great president. You are basically going to be lambs to slaughter. You will not survive what's coming. Um, you know, maybe, ironically, the globalists are culling their supporters first the loony left, they're going to be the first ones to die uh, because they're the most vaxxed. I mean, they'll line up for a fifth vax. Uh, but God help, if anyone else, I mean, most Australians were fooled or tricked into it, took two, and most of them said, I'm not taking any more, this is bullshit. They started to see the bullshit after two. The smartest of Australians saw the bullshit before they took any. I mean, why would you ever took a, a COVID vaccine for a flu? Uh, I mean, but people were tricked. I mean, people were tricked. Uh, I mean, I warned about this back in 2016, don't take vaccines. This is before COVID vaccines. I said mandatory vaccines were coming by 2022. How did I know that in 2016? Because I studied the fraud of the vaccine industry, the great vaccine con I wrote back in 2016. I mean, people go back and read it. It's there, black and white. By 2022, that will introduce mandatory vaccines to get their sales over $100 billion a year. And yeah. their sales of, of COVID vaccines are over 150 billion a year just for COVID vaccines. AIDS pandemic, false you know, crap drugs they give AZT, still a 30 billion dollar a year industry for for the AIDS scam. COVID is like going to be a 200 billion dollar a year industry for a scam. Why do these scams occur? Very profitable. They occur for other reasons as well. But if people can't see that, they've been totally scammed. I think most Australians now can see it, but they just want to get on with their life and get back with their life. Well, no, the world's not going back to normal unless we stand up and say, no, we're not going to put up with 97 agendas. There's two agendas, so go buzz off. If you yeah. want to go and be a loony leftist, we'll find you an island somewhere, some part of the world, and you can go with Joe Biden and all die together from uh, uh, myocarditis and heart attacks and all post together on your own little social media platform. That They can bugger off. The rest of us are going to live a sane life a healthy life where family values, traditional values and, and the respect of law and helping each other and having our own food and, and basically just the basics of a good human life, we will live that. If the people don't want that, 
they can go give them a country, give them an island somewhere where no one else wants to live. Yeah, and I know a few years back, maybe I think it was around the same time, about 2016, when the um, big financial institutions got together with the pharma institutions and started talking about the next phase of money-making prospects in the industry, and that was in vaccines. And they started making vaccines like the vaccine against um, smoking, a smoking vaccine to make you quit. There was one, there's one coming out for gluten intolerance. There's one coming out for some, you know, another really uh, common human ailment, all caused by either the agricultural industry or the vaccine industry or the farm industry in the first place. So it's one of those classic. Yeah, they, ca- they cause the problem and they offer the solution. They do. Uh, I mean, problem, they're, they're reaction, solution. Vaccinating our, our cattle. I mean, I have beef farms that grew up in beef farms, still have some. And uh, we know they're going to put the mRNA vaccines and force that into cattle. So farmers are obviously, National Farmers Federation is obviously infiltrated by globalists. They won't defend people. Um, I mean, it's right there. I mean, it's happening at a rapid speed. Uh, will the globalists win? I don't think they will. I think their plan is very desperate. They're very well organised and have a lot of money, but they're bankrupt. I mean, the RR families are effectively bankrupt. The banking central banking system is bankrupt. Uh, and uh, is there a crash coming? Well, of course there's a crash coming. Uh, uh, when I, they can't kick the can down the road any more than 12 months from now. I think the next three to six months, you're going to see a GFC like 2008, but on steroids. You're going to see Lehman Bank type collapses, but times 20. Uh, and some people are, are thinking things are normal. They haven't even, I mean, I was just in Portugal, uh, Web Summit, it's the biggest Web Summit annually there. Uh, the, tech, the tech people there, that sold out, 70,000 people sold out. I bet you it doesn't sell out next year. These people are deluded. Uh, why the summits on there as happy as Larry, they don't realise that the tech industry is sacking more people than in the history of the industry. I mean, Twitter is sacking half their people. Facebook is sacking, you know, tens of thousands of people. Amazon just laying off 10,000. We are at the start of the collapse of Western society. And some people just think, you know, uh, go think life is normal. Uh, they, if they haven't woken up over the last two and a half years, the only thing that's going to wake, wake them up when they can't afford food, can't afford petrol for their car, they have no job, uh, and then they'll realise, oh, shit, we better do something about this. Well, maybe it's a little bit late then. The elections were being rigged for the last few years. That's when something needed to be done. Um, so, and then, you know, uh, Mitch, you would have heard about the central bank digital currencies. I only yes. said two months ago, uh, this could be underway within a matter of three to six months. And that was uh, as if, well, we've seen how much has happened in the last two months. Hardly anyone had heard about them. Now they're being pushed and now they've admitted that, yes, they're coming and they want a working model within three to six months. Uh, central bank digital currencies are the enslavement trap uh, of the human race. Uh, the, the Rothschilds, the banking system is broke. They can't print any more money because Russia and China and the BRIC nations have said no more. US only got away with ripping off the world since World War II by uh, being able to print fake funny money. Fake money backed up after 1970 with no gold, no assets. So they just kept on printing money uh, and exporting that inflation around the world. They could only do that while they were reserve currency. Zimbabwe can't do that because no one wants Zimbabwean dollars. The US dollars people take around the world up until recently when they tried to destroy Russia economically with sanctions and Russia said, no, uh, we're not going to do this. And they've been working since 2009, same time Bitcoin come out, uh, to create an alternate financial system uh, that's not dependent upon the West. The BRIC nations will soon represent 50% of the world's population. 
The BRIC nations are the future. That's where Australia should be joining the BRIC nations and telling Washington uh, to get us to go shove it. Uh, we're not a little bitch for Washington anymore. So the central bank digital currencies are money backed by nothing. Uh, they are it's basically like an FTX uh, uh, NFT token, worthless, uh, given out to people. They will be able to expire. They'll track every one of your expenditures. They'll be able to turn you off if you dare mention on Facebook or anything uh, that doesn't support the globalist agenda. And it'll be complete enslavement. How does a tiny percentage of the world's population that printed fake money uh, control the world? This is how they would do it if people uh, support it. But the good news, Mitch, in Nigeria, which has a high uptake of Bitcoin and proper cryptocurrencies, uh, people supported cryptocurrencies. But as if they're going to support a, a central bank digital currency, they support it because it's non-government. It's anti-government. Uh, so in Nigeria, they tested the central bank digital currency and they were appalled at how no one would take it up. They thought these people would definitely use it because they love Bitcoin, et cetera. Uh, these globalists are delusional. No one wanted their vaccine and no one wants their digital currency. So globalists, go shove it. We don't give a shit what you say. We're not going to be intimidated by a bunch of billionaire fools who've got more money than brains. Uh, and you're, most of them are dying anyhow. How soon before George Soros is dead? Uh, sooner than later, I'd say, uh, one Evelyn Rothschild died, you know, two weeks ago, 91 years of age. So they're all old, dead, miserable bastards. Well, why don't they just get off the planet now and leave the rest of us alone? Yeah, the mother should to pick him up, take him back to their home planet. Yeah. That's what I <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to ask you, actually, um, obviously, crypto, the, the mainstream view of crypto has taken a bit of a hit in the last week with FTX. Uh, with them not really understanding this is just a massive Ponzi scheme, it's got nothing really to do with the crypto. Um, what is your your sort of suggestion on how to escape the coming, you know, social credit system? Yeah, I mean, first of all, where I mean, I can't give advice where people should invest their money, but of course, gold and silver people should be increasing. You can't, you know, obviously got property, no debt on it, keep it. But if you've got property with a large amount of debt on it, you, know, you, you might want to try and get rid of it before the property markets crash. I predicted the rise of the US property market. So at the bottom of it, 2010, our dollar was $1.10. I've just recently told people if you have US property in the US, get rid of it. Uh, the US property crash is coming. Australia will do better than some other countries. But if you're leveraged to the eyeballs on property in Australia, uh, I think you're going to have some problems. Um, Australians don't know what it's like to, to see property prices implode. Um, if you've got don't know debt, then great. But you should certainly don't want to leave all the money cash in the bank either because bail-in laws, your money. Think of Cyprus. Why did Bitcoin, Mitch, take off to from a hundred odd dollars, you know, a couple hundred dollars to a thousand dollars? I think it was back in 2014. Why? Because Cyprus banks went broke and they did a bail-in. And people go, my God, we can't trust banks. That's why that's when Bitcoin took off. Um, that's what's going to happen to banks. They're going to do bail-ins. They've already got the laws changed, including in Australia. They can take your money. So you don't want a heap of money sitting in the bank either. You want cash. Cash is king. You want gold, silver, uh, property with little debt or no debt uh, because of intrinsic yeah. value. Uh, if you want to buy stocks, uh, I'd be looking at funeral pile of stocks, uh, funeral <laughs> businesses that are listed are booming. I'd be looking at prison stocks particularly in America, because as the system collapses, riots will outbreak. They'll lock up a lot of um, normal people, sadly. So prison stocks will go through the roof, especially private corporations are very large in America. That's why it's the most incarcerated country on the planet, because it's profitable. Um, so anything that's going to be 
that's going to boom from this uh, collapse of Western society. Remember, this is a controlled demolition. They're deliberately destroying our Western society to bring about the Great Reset. Controlled demolition of the, they can't print any more money, so they're going to destroy the financial system, which is pretty much kaput already. There'll be one last uptake, I say, in the stock market, and people will fall for it and think, oh, everything's going to be okay just before the complete annihilation. That's my view. Um, what can people prepare? Fans. Yeah, so people should, one, food sources, do you have, see, I love living in countries that, um, you know, that's why I've moved overseas. I love living in countries where they don't have globalised food production. They lo- grow their local food. They have access to local water. Um, so the, the westernised countries are the most vulnerable. God help Germany and France and the, the European countries that was going to freeze this winter. I mean, there's millions going to die within months. Um, you know, how they tricked Germany to just destroy itself um, by opposing Russia is, it, it, I, you know, I can tell you how they did it. The deep state got control of the Greens movement. The Greens movement is very dangerous around the world. Climate change, zealots, ideology, they have no understanding of economic implications of what they're doing. So they're using climate change to introduce renewables, et cetera, to destroy Western society. They're opening the floodgates, allow migration into Europe. They've been doing for years. Look at London now. Is London a safe city? No. Paris, safe city? No. New York, a safe city? LA, a safe city? No. These cities have been destroyed by Soros, deliberately manipulating, allowing immigrants to flood in, uh, overtake these countries. That's why they like war too. It helps the child sex trafficking industry of so many orphans, but immigrants, et cetera, creates disruption and they profit from it. Um, You know, so crypto... Um, I mean, crypto people that listen to my advice on crypto when it was 100, you know, 20 Australian, like, you know, less than 100 US. Um, and I said we'd go to 10,000, possibly 100,000 Australian, which it hit, I think, 96,000 Australian about this time last year, would have done very well. If you want to make that sort of money in crypto again, you missed the boat, you know, it's too late. Um, but uh, the currencies will get smashed. But uh, no one's going to support a digital central bank currency. They're going, only going to get support by being forced to support it. No one's going to watch yeah. the idiot box unless they're forced to watch it because everything else is censored. That's how the globalists work. Um, but enough people just got to go, no, like this director ID. And now, I mean, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a director of companies in Australia, uh, et cetera, and I don't want to be, and I don't have businesses in Australia. Uh, but the, a lot of uh, our readers are saying we're, we're directors now. By November 30th, we have to sign up to digital ID as a director. Uh, I would just tell them to go F themselves. Uh, I would say to the ASIC, please show to the Australian community uh, and where you der- derive your authority from. Uh, do you derive your authority from a legit- legitimate source? Or as we know, you derive your authority uh, from entities masquerading as the Commonwealth of Australia, uh, foreign entities, you don't have, same as the courts, same as the uh, IRS in America, ATO in Australia. These are fraudulent organisations that have no authority than the authority they try and fool us that they have. Uh, it's time Australians tell them to go F themselves uh, because a great reset is global communism. You won't own property, all businesses. And this is why I've been astounded by the business community in Australia. If you're, they're too busy. They, people become wealthy to become free. and They're, they're not free. They're, they're, a, they're a slave to their brand. If they're a professional, they're a slave to their medical degree or law degree or accounting degree, and they won't step out of line because they know they, if that licence gets pulled, they have no income. So yeah. who's speaking out? It's only the people that have got the balls to go, 
uh, you know, people like myself years ago, I, I lost tens and tens of millions, which is now would have been hundreds of millions for speaking out. So, yes, they do punish you. But I've said, like, look at Kanye West, you know, they're saying uh, wealth dropped from 1.9 billion for calling out the Jewish uh, um, media to 400 million. He hasn't lost anything. You don't lose money. Wealth is never lost. It's just simply uh, transferred. The wealth is still there. He can still go and sell his merchandise online and make a fortune. So the point is people got to go, if you're, if you're worried about money, there is more opportunity, Mitch, uh, to build billion dollar. Uh, like look at Facebook's lost, what, nearly $500 billion in net worth. I, I'm part of the year. truth group. Yeah, I'm part of the truth group, which is building sense of free social media. Do you think we can't get that to pick up just one tiny crumb of what Facebook's lost and have a billion dollar uh, alternative sense of free social media organization within five years? So I want people to reframe themselves. Don't be victims. There is massive opportunity to build a parallel society. If, you, if you're money motivated as an entrepreneur, focus on the money you can make by telling the globus to go shove it and then create uh, the alternative industry and business for the people that don't want censorship. Yeah, but don't just don't, don't just focus on that money though, Jamie. Like not just the money. Like you said, like Kanye West, he's gone from 1.6 billion to 400 million. That's still a fuckload of money. That's 400 million dollars. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? It's oh, that's that's what I'm saying. But that yeah, people say that's yeah. all right for people to have money. But what I'm trying to say is, there's a lot of entrepreneurs. If they're entrepreneurs, they're motivated by money, right? Uh, I'm not saying it should be about the money. I'm saying people should. Uh, stick their neck out and try and save the country and use their wealth as a tool. Money, uh, to me, money is a tool to serve. We should Definitely. be using money for the greater good. But the point is, the problem with the freedom movement is most too many people are broke. Too many people behave like victims. The reason the globalists are running the world is because they've got a shitload of money. So yeah. the good people don't have the money, the bad people do. So I'm saying to people, if you're an entrepreneur motivated by money, there's more billions to be made right now, and, and most wealth is created out of financial crisis. You can build, look where Amazon and Google come from, the last, like the dot-com crash back in the early 2000s. So people need to reframe. We're not victims. Stop being a victim. You know, the globalists are going to try and destroy your businesses if you speak out. They're going to do this and go, well, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm just going to go and create and serve the market of the freedom movement. I'm going to serve yeah. the market that wants censor-free social media. Uh, you, don't have to, you don't have 44 being like a must to buy Twitter. doesn't matter. We create our own Twitter platform which is even better than Twitter. We didn't need $44 billion. We created our own Facebook alternative because a heap of us got booted off Facebook. We go, we'll just create our own. There's over 50,000 people on that quarter of me in posts within nine months. I mean, that's growing. Um, PayPal, we're creating a PayPal alternative because PayPal is now censoring and woke. You know, we're launching our own search engine because DuckDuckGo has gone woke. You know, like, so the, the opportunity for anyone to build something that will serve uh, a parallel society is immense and we need more people to become millionaires and billionaires that are on our side because out of that we have the money and the power and the resources to shape the world the way that we want it shaped. It's yeah. been shaped by the way the globalists want it shaped because they have the, the money. Admittedly, a lot of it's fake money printed by fake, uh, you know, we won't say fake Jews, but they are effectively fake Jews that own the central banking system printing fake money. So we need to realise money is created out of thin air. We start creating it. It's never lost. It's simply transferred. The money remains. So let's take our money. Let's take our power back as taking our money back and saying, we're not going to give it to you anymore. We're not going to give our power to you anymore. You can go and get effed. Enough strains need to wake up and practice that word in the mirror every day. Go and get effed and start practicing telling the government, go and shove it up 
where they want. Don't answer to them. The government should be scared of us as people. We should not be scared of the government. So start making the government scared of who we are. We want a peaceful revolution. But if governments don't allow the, um, a peaceful revolution, that will cause a violent uprising. And that's what the globalists want. They want a violent uprising, so they introduce martial law and then fully enslave us. We must be smart about what we're doing and a peaceful revolution starts with people going, no, go, go F yourself. And more people did that in their own personal life and told people they shouldn't be in their life to go F themselves, they would have a better life. People are way too tolerant. We're being bashed into submission that we should be tolerant of the loony left. I'm not tolerant of the loony left. I will call them out for their bullshit and so, so should others. Put them back in their box, set, ship them off to some island, desert island, and they can be all the loony genders they want on a desert island, but stay away from our children, stay away from our society, and go and watch the idiot box where a bunch of idiots want to watch it. So I want to I want to go back to something you said before, the digital ID, which um, has been getting set up in the last few weeks. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago with Peter, uh, the Medibank hack and subsequent uh, Optus hacks and a few others, which I forget anymore because there's been so many. It just seems like it's been scripted this way. But I've got a little clip here which you're going to play, uh, which explains uh, perfectly what is going to happen in the next little while. So... We're all well aware of the risks in handing our data to companies like Optus and Medibank, but what if you never had to reveal your address ever again? New South Wales is leading the way with a one-stop shop, allowing us to prove and protect our identity once and for all. It's personal, private, privileged and prized by hackers. We've seen what happens in relation to Optus and Medibank. Now, new ways for a new world to give the power back to the people. What we're rolling out in New South Wales is world-leading technology. A digital identity that means you'll never have to hand over your data again. It works like this. You'll use an app to scan your passport, licence, Medicare card. They're cross-checked with databases to ensure they're yours and then appear on your phone as verified ID. You then have control over what you share and with whom, revealing only part or all of a document when required, meaning you'll be able to prove a valid licence without showing your address. All they need to know is that you are real and that you're authorised to drive. Or confirm you have Medicare while keeping your number unknown. Those numbers, uh, as we've seen in the recent spate of attacks, uh, will not be shared. The personal data is kept only on the personal device, never held by the government or a private company. When you decentralise and you put the information in the power of the individual, is far safer. The technology will be optional for users, but not for companies and businesses, with the government set to make it illegal not to recognise the ID. Ultimately, we will need legislation to make sure that the companies play ball and that they accept this. Amelia Brace, 7 News. We're all well aware. All right, so you mentioned this earlier. And it's good to see Dominic from uh, New South Wales, the politician, got over his Bell's palsy from earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, uh, Mitch, Mitch that's a, what they've highlighted there is a complete and utter scam. I mean, we predicted, we said, here's what they're going to do. Uh, the deep state will organise cyber attacks, and Australia is one of the testing grounds. So they've been doing a lot of cyber attacks. It's all deep state 
Of course, they blame on Russian hackers. That's they blame Russia for everything. So Deep State is doing uh, cyber attacks in, in Australia and around the world. Um, and then they're doing this to scare Australians. They say they create the problem. The problem is uh, people have access to our ID, uh, Optus, Medibank, et cetera. Therefore, we need a solution to this. And da-da, the digital ID that they've been planning to introduce around the world for by the globalists, here's the answer. And now, but the common sense people should go, hang on a minute. The problem is that these companies have our information. So why would we hand our, all our information over into one app that they claim the government won't have access to, but someone will? And uh, so now we're going to have all our information readily available. What they want is that everyone has to have a digital ID to participate in society. If you don't, you won't be able to participate in society. If you're a business and you don't accept these forms of digital ID, you won't be in business. So it's a complete and utter trap for a digital ID. So every single person is trackable and has an ID. And if you don't have a digital ID, you cannot participate in society. Just like if you didn't have your vaccine, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't jump on a flight, you can't cross the border, you can't see your loved ones in aged care homes. It's, it's complete and utter enslavement. It's a trap. It, and that's the way they convince the public, go, oh, so the public goes, yeah, that's what we want. It sounds like it's a way to protect our ID. Um, I don't know about you, but before we had all these apps and digital stuff, uh, your ID was pretty protected in your wallet. You know, people didn't have all your data. The problem is people have your data. That's what the problem yeah. is. So why would we put all our data into one app? And, People and, used to have to rubbish through your rubbish, go through your rubbish. Remember to get your uh, to get your idea. They used to actually rubbish, yeah, I mean, rubbish just, like go go through your rubbish, grab old bills, yeah. and then steal your identity that way. But uh, like, I want to play devil's advocate here as well. Um, what what is the difference between this and let's say MyGov, where you've got all your information on there anyway? So, is there any difference between that? I know that. This is one app. One's, one's a government got your data, and now there's private organization that's got an app. You're telling me that app no one's going to have access to? I mean, basically, they the app has information, and if you don't have that app, you don't have that digital ID, you're banned from society. So yeah. if you, it, you're going to be forced to have your digital ID. Yeah, it's great. It screams of when they had the they released the um, the COVID check-in app as well, and they said, "Oh, it's not going to be shared with anybody." You know, it's fine. And then we find out that the police are using it for um, for investigations and to track people. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's a joke. And as soon as people wake up to it, the point is the globalists are desperate. Let's make their life as difficult as possible. How you do it is call out their bullshit. Uh, uh, stop accepting it. Stop feeling a victim. Stop feeling helpless. Start making some serious amounts of money if you need to. If you don't believe in money, just make it and, and use it as an activist to try and change the world. The point is we have to fight back and we have to take our power back. And taking our power back is taking our money back. The planet, the world is very rich. Everyone is worth, if the world, wealth was shared equally, not that I'm suggesting communism, but if the world was shared equally, everyone has millions and millions of dollars. So there should be no poverty in the world. The only reason there is poverty is because of these globalist, greedy little bastards. You know, there's plenty of food. The world's not overpopulated. The world's population is about to go dramatically backwards. We just hit 8 billion people, but the world is growing. Now the population percentage increase is growing the lowest it's ever grown. Most countries are in declining populations. Look at Russia, Germany, Europe, America, Japan. Australia even can't produce enough babies to replace itself. The world's popular. So we have... Some, some major issues we're going to face, and it's not the ones they're suggesting. 
the world, the climate change is not the number one issue in the world. You know, diversity is not the number one issue in the world. You know, none of these are real issues. The real issue is there's a bunch of greedy billionaire elites that stolen our democracy, uh, they're poisoning our children in the mind and poisoning our food and have crazy psychopathic ideas and are into control. That's what the problem is. And they're satanic worshippers. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's e the even, the, even the, uh, the United Nations has come out this week and said that the, the world population is going to start declining in the next few years, in the next few couple of decades. I actually believe it's already declining. Uh, China is declining already. They've gone down to 1. I think it's like 1.5 per person, which is a cut of 50% every generation. So, um, yeah, we're going to see a massive decline in population over the next little while, and it's not going to be helped by the current events. Um, so another another little a topic that it's not an article that I found, but it's something that's been going around this week, and you might have seen it. It's the the birth rates, and this is to do with, directly with population. But the ABS has released their data on birth rates in the, in the past year in Australia. And they're quite shocking. Um, 2021, we've seen in the ABS data, we've seen a drop of 12,000 people from the year before being born into the country. And this was made very clear in December of last year, where we had a drop from 22,695 people being born to 6,659 people. But I want to uh, preface this with a word of warning. I'm not sure if this is correct. Now, we can't always trust these institutions to get their data right. And I want to get your opinion on this, but I also want to tell, tell everybody what I've found also when it comes to this data. Yeah, of course, we would expect a decline in, um, in births because miscarriages are an adverse reaction to COVID vaccine. So you've got to say what's changed to maybe change some of this data. So the data is, is dropped as much as they're saying it has or hasn't needs to be verified. Um, but you would not certainly not be expecting that the amount of um, babies increasing uh, when women and men have been injected with a COVID vaccine, which is designed deliberately to make people sterile as one of the things. Uh, and now to say that's a conspiracy theory is like, well, uh, well, we already know Gates has been for decades uh, injecting vaccines into African women uh, and South American women, without their permission, that's made them infertile. Uh, he's been playing God, uh, and he has the money to do that because he thinks, as his dad did, and his granddad who set up the, his grandfather set up the Rockefeller Institute, which was behind the Spanish flu, which was yet another uh, pandemic scam uh, to control the world's population. Um, they have been putting sterols in vaccines, so that's not a conspiracy. That's fact. They know how to do that and the COVID vaccine will make you infertile, both men and women. Now, you don't have to believe to me. People out there can go, yeah, do you know any family or friends uh, that have had miscarriages in the last year or, you know, or so? And the answer is yes, lots of miscarriages. Actually, very few people, if you get pregnant now and they go, have you been, are you vaxxed or your partner's vaxxed? You know, the reality is if they're going to have a child that's healthy or have a child, it's somewhat low. So I would definitely say, is there other contributing factors? Well, maybe, but um, we know the one thing that's changed. You put those vaccines into you and the chance of having a child goes down dramatically. If you do manage to have a child that's not retarded, 
uh, a damaged uh, immune system, uh, then that child, the chance of that child ever having a child is virtually zero. The children being that manage to be born from the vaccinated, uh, in most cases, will be uh, infertile. Yeah, yeah. So I want to I want to go into a couple of the stats here before we move on. So in the Australian Bureau of Statistics, this is not some site I found on Telegram, uh, not some conspiracy theory site. This is from the actual ABS itself. So in December, we had 6,659 total births. And that was a total of 273,301 in 2001. So what I've done is I've gone to, and this is from the help of a few friends of mine who, who researched this, so I'm not going to take credit for it. But the Queensland government, Queensland Treasury website, which tracks births, has said there were 64,111 births in Queensland in 2001, and that was 309,996 registered births in Australia in 2021. So that's a discrepancy of around, what's that around, sort of like 30, almost 40,000 births. In, and then we go to Victoria, and they say that in December alone in 2001, they had 8,264 births. So these do not match up. You can't get 6,659 births in Australia if you add Queensland's births and Victoria's births to that because that's already thousands more than what they say. So what do you think is going on here? Is this just a mistake or is this a, a sort of way to trip people up just to, um, you know, to come up with these conspiracy theories or is this just a way to cover up the fact that the birth rates have, have been lower, so they are making up figures to make up for that. Yeah, it's a good question. It's hard to tell. I mean, sometimes they get the data wrong, but if the data's been wrong, then someone would have let them know that they should have fixed the data if it's an inadvertent error. Uh, it, seems, it seems when I first saw that data, I'm going, well, it doesn't surprise me the birth rate's gone down, but it surprised me that it would be that dramatic that quickly. You'd expect a, a much smaller percentage decline over a period of years. Um, to if it's dropped off that dramatically, uh, I mean that should be headline news of course everywhere and going what's going on. But of course it wouldn't be even if it was. Um, so yeah, sometimes I it's I, I don't know, Mitch. It could be inadvertent, but if it's inadvertent, they should have fixed the data by now. Um, or you know, who knows? Yeah, I mean, like this data is from the ABS itself. I just don't see that they would make this sort of mistake. And when you do do the figures and you look at the percentages here, you're looking at around a sort of 75 to 80% drop. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with the study that was done in support of the vaccines to do with fertility, but they did one study where they uh, had, I don't know, a couple of thousand participants there. And they ended up saying that it was perfectly fine for women to take the vaccine because it didn't decrease fertility at all. When you looked at the data, in the first two trimesters, they had a, a stillbirth or miscarriage rate of 82%. Yeah, and then also you see the doctor in Brisbane, I forget his name now, that come out just his practice. He saw, I saw about a 75% drop, I believe, in, in, in miscarriages in his own practice. That's been uh, seen around the world with many doctors that deal with, that's their career, dealing with uh, pregnant women. Uh, and seeing massive drops. So uh, obviously 
I mean, if you're a betting person willing to bet your house, you're probably going to bet that it, the vaccine uh, increases your chances of a miscarriage. I'm not sure you'd be willing to bet your house that it doesn't. No, I would more go for the fact that it is increasing miscarriage. But at the moment with this data, um, which would be the first time I've seen data that does not match up in the Australian statistics, you know, state to state. Uh, mind you, I haven't really looked in detail at each state in the past, so I could be wrong here, but it does seem very fishy. Yeah, well, it could be a mistake the other way around, so the other data could be wrong and this data could be correct. So that, Yeah, that well, that's be, that's what I'd lean towards, but, you know, look, I'll give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Um, but once we... again, as an, in, as an investigator or independent journalist, our job would be to look for patterns. Uh, I mean, human behaviour... So you look for patterns. This has been replicated around the world and data that's starting to come out. If we see a pattern, like we've seen a pattern in the excess mortality increase around that 15, 16, 18, 20% in countries around the world, actually other countries have been higher than Australia in excess mortalities. Um, then you start to say, well, hang on a minute, this has been replicated in other countries. What, is it, what could be the determining factors causing these increase in excess mortalities when there was none through the two years of the pandemic? Uh, what's the one thing that's changed since then? There is only one thing, and that was the COVID vaccine was injected into these people. So, I mean, you don't have to be an Einstein to figure that out. But if you work at the speed of science and, and Pfizer-funded <laughs> science and, and, and pseudoscience, you're never going to figure that out because you'd lose your licence to figure it out. That's why many doctors and et cetera. Uh, I mean, I have, you know, even lawyers. How many lawyers are all triple vaxxed? Why? Because they conform to get a law degree, you know, and doctors, et cetera, they conform the most. So, uh, and that's what's shameful, as I said, about entrepreneurs who have built businesses to be free. Uh, they, their, their license is their brand. Uh, they're so scared of damaging the brand, understandably, so they can be controlled. So most people are controlled in society because they're worried what other people think. The real rebels and heroes are those who don't give one F about what other people think and say how it is, and that's what the society should be built on, is people speaking the truth, not people gaslighting, lying, deliberately, deceptively, bullshit like, you know, Joe Biden fans. Well, speaking of Joe Biden, um, we're going to go to the US now because it's our last story for the night, but I like to finish this off with a bit of a offshore story, and it's generally the US because that's where the craziest stuff happens. But they just recently had their midterms and... Um, there was a Democrat re-elected by a landslide in Pennsylvania, even though he's dead. And I'm not talking about Joe Biden. I'm talking about a guy by the name of Tony DeLuca, who won with 85% of the votes. Uh, he, he died on October 9th from lymphoma and still won the vote. Not to mention yeah, well, that. Well, Mitch, I mean, I, I'm not surprised by that most... Um... Most Democrat voters are dead from their neck up, so they probably like dead voters. Joe Biden, the president, got the most votes of any president in human history, apparently, if you listen to the loony left, uh, which we know is a complete BS. Uh, and uh, most of those were dead voters, or, as I said, uh, the ones that weren't dead voters soon will be dead voters because they're triple and quadruple vax. That's the loony left. They believe anything on the idiot box, and if the idiot box tells them that Joe Biden's a legitimate president, uh, they'll bow down and believe he is. Uh, they, all they focus on is hating Trump or Trump's divisive. Uh, I've never seen such divisive policies as the loony left. And it's not about politics. That's how they divide us. I don't like the Republicans either. Um, but the Republicans are less bought off than, than the loony left. You've got the uh, Fetterman elected uh, in, uh, in, in, in the Senate as well. 
I mean, what does this teach our kids that you can be a, a, a total loser in life? You don't have to have do anything worthwhile. You can never have a job. You can just bludge off uh, your parents and then bludge off the, the welfare of the government. And then you yeah. can become a senator, not because of your merits, not because you're, of your qualifications, not because of you, who you are, but just because you're a Democrat and Democrats cheat. I mean, that's how they win elections because cheaters, no, they, that's, that's what communists are. Democrats are communists, cheaters. They, they want what you've gone out and worked hard for. They have envy and jealousy. They're not willing to work for it, so they come up with a scam, just take it off you, and that, so they, they get re-elected. Uh, Trump was cheated out of the winning the presidency. Uh, anyone can bet their houses on that with me. I'll take all the houses I want because we know it's true. Uh, and, and anyone that, that thinks otherwise has a mental illness. They watch the idiot box. They believe that. The midterms were rigged so badly. Kerry Lake, stolen. As Candace Owens said, if you can't count the elections on election night, it's because you're rigging it. How do, let me give you an example, Mitch. Florida, Ron DeSantis, great governor. Florida, 97 counties went Republican to my knowledge. Even yeah. Miami-Dade, these counties that were so pro-Democrat, still went Republican. Meaning across America, the reality is this. I would dare say 75% of Americans voted Republicans. That means half a Democrat said, go shove it, Democrats, you're a disgrace and you're embarrassing me as a Democrat and voted Republican. That's what really happened. But the fact that because they rigged the election, how do we know it? Look at Florida. Florida has no mail-in voters ballots and has strict voter ID laws. So you, it's very hard to cheat in Florida. And we're very hard to cheat. It was won in a landslide by the Republicans. And there are other states and counties and around the, the country. Uh, some were close, you know, 48, 50%. How the hell could Democrats get anywhere near 50% if it's not rigged? There's not that many stupid people in America. I know there's a loony left, but that's 20, 29% max of the world's population is that friggin' dumb. OK, that's not enough to get up to 50 percent. The rest of the rig. If you want to know what the real result is, maybe ask George Soros what it was before they started adjusting the votes. How they do it is they use COVID to usher in mail-in votes and then they use Dominion software. Uh, where they can't cheat, the Republicans won for a mile and that was the case. So unless Trump and them, now Trump's announced he's running in 2024, which I think is a good thing, whether you love Trump or not, the point is there's Democrats who hate Trump and are Democrats that would vote for Trump if there was a presidential election right now. But their vote will be rigged against them. And so unless the good people of America, and the same for the good people of Australia, unless they're willing to do something to stop the rigging of elections, Dan Andrews will be re-elected in Australia as well unless we stop the, uh, the rigging of elections. Um, how did all those teal candidates get elected? Now we have some billionaire, uh, Ladison billionaires, uh, I mean, giving money. Uh, you know, why become a globalist? There is a disgrace to uh, Australia giving that's they gave the money to the teal candidates to get elected. Uh, I mean, rigging the elections. I can't stand cheaters, and neither should you or, or your listeners. It's time Australians no longer tolerant of cheaters, liars, con artists, fraudsters, Democrats, Biden, globalists, Zelensky. These losers are losers. And it's not teaching our kids 
how to go about being good, honest human beings and work and have ethic and, and build something worthwhile of your lifetime and be good to other humans. It's teaching them uh, a destruction of society. And I think a lot of people agree with what I'm saying. And the loony left it don't, bring it on because you're a bunch of morons. And the sooner you uh, are sent to an island away from the rest of society where you can be loony amongst each other, the, the better off society will become. Yeah, I think that's pretty well said. I would I would sort of add into there, I do believe there is election rigging going on in the States. Um, I believe by both sides, to be honest, I just think that the Democrats are better at it. Um, as you've seen in the, I think it was the 2004 elections with Bush and um, Gore, where Bush clearly cheated during that election. Um, I'm not left or right. I've said this on the on the podcast before, but I think this also shows just this absolute illiteracy to how politics works in the US, as well as here in Australia. Nobody understands what they're doing. They probably didn't even know this guy died. They just saw a Democrat on the on the paper and voted for that. Yeah, and that's part of the problem. People vote on personality. In that case, they'll vote even on no personality. But um it's it's what it is that it's a rigged system i mean they have rigged the system so it's not about bush republican or gore you know at the time democrat it was about the globalists the globalists wanted bush in well they probably had both of them covered anyhow so oh, of course that. look at look it's at gore's the, policies it's globalists through and through <laughs> either way we'll yeah, fuck so it, them, yeah globalists have infiltrated both sides you know in australia I, i'm not so saying we should vote liberal and, and and not labor we've been having to make a choice of one which is less worse than the other the point being, you can't tell me in the, the federal election this year in Australia, uh, I mean, you, I don't know whether you're there, but the, the, the largest political protest in the history of the country in Canberra, I think February 12th it was, uh, or February 14th, and I spoke to, I mean, I would the estimates that I had of the drone footage was 350,000. There was at least 150,000, maybe 500,000 people in Canberra that day. That's the amount of people that actually got there active, not to mention the support around the country. Uh, and all the other protest rallies. You can't tell me that those people uh, voted Liberal, Labor or Greens. I can tell you 99% of those did not vote Liberal, Labor or Greens. And you tell me they can't shift the dial even a point percent, 1% in the country, the largest political movement the country's ever seen? Of yeah. course it's rigged. Just all those people in the freedom movement that, that would have sent a no vote to Liberal, Labor or Greens would have elected a lot of people. It was yeah. rigged. That's why the Teal candidates were put in to stop uh, you know, uh, whether you like Clive Palmer or not, you know, $100 million and he couldn't even win one seat. And you're telling me the Teal candidates can come out of nowhere and win eight or nine seats? I mean, it's it's a joke. Yeah, it's an embarrassing I, joke. I the think fact, so the too. Fact that, the fact that Dan Andrews, uh, I mean, he might lose his seat, but, you know, his party could still be re-elected. There's not a hope in hell that can occur unless it's rigged, rigged to yeah. the hilt. So Australians might as well go, well, what are we going to do about this? Um, I don't know. We need to start working with connections in the military, et cetera, uh, to have a, a military take back our country. And then we can create not just fair and honest elections. We need a new political system, which I offered to the Australian people uh, nine years ago, because I said within a decade, Australians will be fed up with this outdated political system that's rigged. They want a new political system that restores the power back to the people. To have that, you need strong, independent media to get rid of mainstream media. Maybe we need to do what you you told me a couple of uh, podcasts ago. Create an autonomous zone in North Queensland, 
just like they did yeah. with uh, with Chaz in uh, in the US. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. I mean, that, that that take back Australia become very popular concept of taking back you know top half of Australia uh, and at least taking that back and reinstating democracy uh, and then try and take over the rest of the country, all just t- turning Queensland into its own country or yeah. North Queensland. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these are ideas and one way to take it back, but um, uh, the political revolution is coming, trust me. All I, I don't want Australians and Westerners to leave it too late when you can't put food on the table, you, you can't afford gasoline, you have no job, and then you go, oh, we'll support Jamie and others now in a political revolution. Don't leave it too late because that's going to end up in war, a civil war which is unlikely we're going to win. We want a peaceful revolution and we must beat them at their own game. So just start learning to say no and go F yourself. People need to practice in the front of the mirror every morning. Practice standing up and having the balls to go, no, I'm not going to accept that and go and F yourself. They need this internal fortitude built up. Do you think I would have took a vaccine if I had a job and an employer said, you have to take a vaccine? I would have told them to go fuck themselves and yeah. I would have said, I'm going to sue your ass off you and I'm going to actually turn it from a negative into a positive and I'd be making millions of dollars and they would have never vaccinated me or would have made millions of dollars. See, that's where you see opportunity as opposed to being a victim. No one's going to tell me I have to do something. Do you think I'm going to let these weaponized government departments in Australia to dictate to me? No, they can go fuck themselves because yeah. why I'm on this planet, I will do what the fuck I want as long as it's good. I answer to God. I don't answer to anyone else other than my wife maybe. Um, so the point being is that don't answer to these morons. I'm not going to answer to a bunch of satanic pedophile billionaire elites that are weak, demasculated men. Do you think I'm going to be intimidated by that? If they don't like me mentioning the R words, too bad. I'm not going to be intimidated by morons and losers. Yeah, explain that to people too, you know, like anybody out there. Don't be afraid to talk politics with people. I had a conversation with one of my customers the other day where he was talking about NDIS and he said, do you know how much NDIS costs the government? And I said, it doesn't cost the government anything, mate. It costs us. We pay for it. We pay for it. The government doesn't pay for anything. They get paid by us. They work for us. And that was enough to end the conversation. But in the end, don't be afraid to bring this up with people because the more we bring it up, and I've found this too, the last two years, the amount of times I've talked politics with people and they have not, run away from me like they used to has been really sobering and it's been amazing. Yeah, no, I think it's good. And I, I think what you're saying is true. And, and I try and not make it political. People might say I'm political. I don't care. It's not about left or right. I'm not pushing the Liberals over the Labour. They're, they're both you know, globalist shills. I'm pushing the people against the globalist psychopaths. I'm on the human side, on the people side, and I detest uh, governments interfering in people's lives and dictating them. Governments are there to serve us. We're not there to serve them. They are servants, not our masters. And that's what you need to push back on bureaucrats. Do you think I'm going to let some dodgy little bureaucrat works for the government dictate to me? No. You're my servant. You will serve me and the people. Now, that's not arrogance. That's just saying how it is. And when people gave away their power and they gave away their money and, and excess taxes and excess regulation, excess rules, excess taking this, excess... Uh, parking fines in Australia, they rip you off with parking fines. You'll pay a couple of hundred dollars in a parking fine. Where I am, you might get charged eight dollars parking fine. You know what I'm saying? Because they haven't yeah. had been globalized to rip off the people yet. Australia is being ripped off at every level of government because the globalists own that country. 
and they're screwing people to people keep on being oh, tolerant, screwed more, the slow boiling frog. You, know, you throw the frog in the boiling hot water, it'll jump out because it knows it's hot, but you put it in a cold uh, uh, saucepan of water and slowly heat it up, so ever so slowly it'll stay there and boil to death. That's what's happening to Australians. And they can feel it and it's getting tighter. And then, but don't leave it too late. Just learn to say no, go fuck yourself and the country will be far better off. The country needs to grow up and to grow up, it's got to stop falling for bullshit on the idiot box and listen to idiot box presenters and idiot premiers. Start listening to people that speak the truth and start being one of those people. Yeah, agreed. And on that note, I think we'll finish up tonight, Jamie. But um, thank you very much again for joining us and I hope you can join us in a few more weeks' time. I always, always love talking to you. More than happy to, Mitch. It's always now I'm out of Australia. As I said, I love my country dearly, but it's, it's a great country run by a bunch of losers. Uh, I haven't given up on my country. I've left mainly to help my country. I believe, uh, I mean, I've been working for a decade on this, creating a political revolution in Australia. The time is getting closer. Uh, but for many of us, uh, it's safer to be out of our country to help create that political revolution. That's why I put a lot of effort into independent media because it won't happen unless we can make independent media strong enough to get the voice out to people uh, because that will create... The only control the globalists have is through the idiot box and that that that's that's declining that power because more people realise, hey, I'm an idiot. I've listened to the idiot box. Why am I being an idiot? I'm not put on this planet to be an idiot. I'm put on this planet to be more than that. And I've got to start having bullshit detectors, which Australians are meant to have. And most people woke up after two vaccines and go, hang on a minute, this is bullshit. Um, Joe Biden is a moron. Why am I going to vote for him? That's bullshit. You know, and that's what half the Democrats realised in the midterms, but the elections were stolen. So when I say that's bullshit, let's do something about it. It's not easy, but just call out the bullshit is the biggest job uh, and take away their power. So we can find you at australianationalreview.com.au or is it just .com? Yeah, just the ANR News, ANRnews.com is the easiest. Go to our website. It's the one of most, it is the most censored um, news site in the country. Uh, but ANRnews.com, it's hard to find me on Telegram. But of course, truthbook.social, uh, that's our alternative censor free social media platform. You just go there, it's free to join. Uh, there's almost 50,000 users on there already. It's only launched this year, quarter of a million posts. So that's growing thousands and thousands a month uh, just organically. And uh, there's a whole range of platforms coming out to help the freedom movement. So support non-globalist companies. If we keep supporting Facebook and, uh, you know, Google and Amazon uh, and giving them money while they imprison and enslave us, well, then who, who are we going to blame? Uh, support uh, the people that are doing the right thing by the people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Please support Jamie and support us as well. Go to standupaustralia.com.au. Make a donation if you can, uh, or just buy some merchandise. But yeah, um, if you tune in next week, we'll be speaking to Robin Shooter. Um, so yeah, we'll see you all again then. But thank you once again, Jamie, and have an amazing time where you are. Thanks, Mitch. Take care. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. See you, mate.